Mike, turn your games down. Hi, welcome to another movie episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Overton, and who is with me tonight? I'm Bill Tucker from A Gamer Looks at 40 Podcasts. And how could I say anything? There's like two pages of dialogue in this entire thing. Like, there's nothing to pull. <laughs> I know there's there, no quotes. There, there are no <laughs> quotes. So unless you want unless to be higher. Are you single? Yeah, unless, you, unless you want me to do like a really bad Glasgow accent, then I got nothing for you. How do I, how do I follow that up? Hey, everybody. This is <laughs> Kenneth Sanity and Buh. The, <laughs> I mean, I could have said, who's with me picking up strange men in their car? Yeah. But I, right. I, I didn't think about that. That's too real, brother. Too real. <laughs> and I'm Tiffany Elberton, and I was forced to be here tonight. That seems accurate. <laughs> no, you volunteered. I did. Because you I didn't know what the movie that. was about or anything about the movie. You were strongly convinced. You were <laughs> urged on strongly. So we are here to talk about, because this was a Patreon voted episode, because I had a Scarlett Johansson post. So we are here to cover Under the Skin, came out in 2013, directed by Jonathan Glazer, whoever that is. And just want to thank everybody on Patreon for making this happen. I've <laughs> never been happier with the results of a poll. This this is everything. Thank you. I'm one of the dumbasses that voted for this. I was like, oh, I've heard good things about this film. I'm excited oh. to see it. <laughs> it's all your fault, then. I was n- I'm not excited. I saw it. I don't so know why. So are we assuming that she made it previous to Avengers, and it was just sitting somewhere? No, this Avengers was... Avengers came out, and they were like, yeah, let's cash in on this. <laughs> no, this, this came out... This was out at the same time as... Uh, what Marvel movie was 2013? Uh, 2012 was Avengers... Yeah, I think this is outside, outside, like alongside maybe Winter Soldier or something. So, oh, Thor: Dark were, World. If you were a, 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 a Marvel fan, you could have gone to see Scarlett Johansson in her Avengers movie or whatever it was, and then gone right next door and saw this. And you're like, oh, I like ScarJo. Let me see. <laughs> I could. What else is she up to these days? And, and like ruined my Black Widow like imagery of her. <laughs> <laughs> it opened. It opened opposite Winter Soldier. It was. It was literally opened. I mean, she <laughs> technically is a Black Widow, essentially in this movie. She didn't. True. These guys. No, but she killed them. Doesn't. I mean, Black Widow spiders don't marry. They they just kill them. They mate and then kill them. So I don't think she made it. I think she just lured them into a black soup. <laughs> literally, inky black soup. An inky black soup. Yeah. So, uh, so I didn't know anything about yeah. this film. I was coerced by these two gentlemen, Bill and Ken. No, 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 no. You're not coerced. You put it on a poll, my friend. I mean, you do have the ability to see trailers before you put things on polls. And I, you, I went into this completely blind. I didn't watch a single I trailer. That. I didn't I look it. up anything about this film. I was sold by Scarlett Johansson movie. I was like, sweet, let's go. Let's Same. <laughs> Same. That's all. I didn't know anything about it actually either. I didn't look anything up either after he said he was going in blind. I was like, I'm going blind too. (laughs) And I feel like an important lesson was learned here. It was not to trust (laughs) you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, Mike, you got, you got, you got a good amount of nudity. I mean, well, half, mostly male, actually. Yeah, that surprised me. I was like, ooh, we're going full frontal pretty early. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of hanging dung in this one. (laughs) I was not expecting that. Hanging? I don't know. There was no, <laughs> some of them were pretty stiff. I mean, Boy. I'm just saying. Yeah, I was. That was something I was surprised with because, like, in a lot of films, you don't get full. You don't get frontal nudity. Period. Like male frontal nudity is really hard. Even they don't. They, women frontal uh, nudity they don't do a lot uh, either. No. <laughs> I know. I was gonna. So 
It I used mean, to, way back in the day, it used to be like a rule for like 30 seconds and then you were done. Yeah, there's something, there's still something like that. I mean, I don't know. But, uh, I watched Game of Thrones. I got my fill of male nudity for a while. <laughs> that's HBO. That's different. Not really. <laughs> HBO has its own rules. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, so let's, I, I'd like to like just first talk about Jonathan Glazer, the director. Oh. I, what you, you, you gave a sigh, Ken. <laughs> What's he, Jonathan Glazer has done some great stuff. He's oh, also wait. done some weird stuff. Like this one? And this one is weird, but it's also great. I disagree. <laughs> like, okay, I know we're going to disagree. What, what even, what even is the point? I don't even know why we're bothering here. We know, we know how it's going to end up. But look, Jonathan Glazer directed Jamiroquai's virtual insanity video. And that's really all you need to know. <laughs> Well, I he, I would, I would say he's, so he's one of the, the, in the nineties was considered like the golden era of music videos is when music videos, he had Chris Cunningham and Jonathan Glazer, Michelle Gondry, there, you know, I think Spike Jones was, was kind of making his stuff then. So mm-hmm. it's kind of when music videos were becoming short films and Jonathan Glazer was one of those legendary. I mean, the one, if you want to point to is really Karma Police from Radiohead. He directed that, which is a phenomenal video. He, he, I really like uh, Rabbit in Headlights by Uncle. That is an extraordinarily good video. And they're all this kind of thing. Uh, it's a Nick Cave video he did it's called In Your Arms or Lost in Your Arms. I forget what it's called. His videos are extraordinary. He's a really talented director. He did three, count them, three uh, films, uh, mm-hmm. actual proper movies. A movie called Sexy Beast. In Which is 2000. amazing. I've never seen it, but I've heard it's really, really good. Ben Kingsley got nominated so for an good. Oscar uh, he then did Birth, which is evidently terrible. Again, uh, I, have not, well, I have never no. heard of either of these movies before. It's not <laughs> these terrible, are artistic films, madam. They're artistic. I'm, I don't know. I just want to go with that. That's how I felt of <laughs> this movie. It sounded like you said autistic. Oh, it really did sound like you said. Really, really <laughs> nope, that was not the plan. <laughs> I was like, they're what? what they're artistic they films. That's <laughs> that didn't what, help. No. <laughs> And then uh, yeah, and then his his uh, third and um, and, la- and last film, of course, was Under the Skin, the movie which we're discussing today. And evidently, he's working on something called Zone of Interest. I don't know. Not my yeah, interest. But I recommend going through his music video catalog. It's really and if you watch it, it'll all make sense. Like a lot of this makes sense as far as stylistically. The Nick Cave video is uh, specifically. I watched that today. Again, lots of just black and white, inky darks. Lots of just crying people in front of a camera. It's great. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> and, and Nick Cave singing, because how can you not love Nick Cave singing? It's fantastic. But, but music videos and full-on hour and a half or whatever. Two hours. Two-hour movies of that, that is, is something movie. different. That's fair. Uh, That's very fair. Is it, though? <laughs> yes. I mean, we didn't even have a good soundtrack in this movie. Come on now. I beg, oh, to, I, I beg to differ. People like the it. soundtrack's really? amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah. The, movie, the soundtrack makes this movie, I think. It's my, my favorite element. I, it's unbelievable. It's so good. I didn't watch. I mean, we, we watched this on our TV with no surround sound. Volume was decently not I me mean, not high or anything. But I mean, it wasn't like the experience probably to have a good, like, because I watched a YouTube video after this that kind of explained some things, and the movie made a little bit more sense to me. Okay, I did not watch this video. You didn't need to. <laughs> but it still didn't, like, I didn't realize that whenever she is talking to men, a certain soundtrack starts playing her hunting music, as they called it. Mm-hmm. And that 
made like okay because I didn't really put that together when I was watching the film. Like I was <laughs> whatever the or some yeah because yeah, it's supposed to be because oh I didn't I was <laughs> just like uh, it's not it's just like a instrumental yeah. weird thing. I want my. When Wonder Woman shows up, not whatever it was. The whole, <laughs> the whole clock, ticking you clock, un- if that is what it is, when they're in the inky t- 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 as yeah. she's walking. You want, you, want your, you want your fighting pose. That's what you want. You want your I fighting do. pose. I want fighting pose. I want action. I want her breaking her nose that makes no sense because she can't smell. All of a sudden, I want that. That's what I want. My scar Joe. Oh, is that what happened to you? You broke your nose so you can't smell? I wish. Now? I can smell. You cannot. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> It's uh this this movie made uh, no money. <laughs> yeah, no money. <laughs> it, like, this what, made lo- this movie lost a lot of money or something. It yeah. lost a lot of money. It lost a good chunk of change. It's uh oh, it yeah. was in production for like ten years, and you know, as per Wikipedia and all the information. Yeah, it's this movie is very strange. It, it was gonna be a big sci-fi, not action movie, but like a big deal, like Blade Runner probably style action movie, very large sets and big ideas and. Over time, it got pared down and pared down. Brad Pitt was attached to it for a little while. But um, after a while, they they had a number of uh, ideas for the lead. And then they went with Scarlett Johansson because I probably because she was super duper famous at the time. She was doing a lot of work. And well, she uh, stayed attached to the project the longest. Right. Exactly. She was attached for like four years and didn't go anywhere. So they were like, all right, cool. Yeah. Hey, stick around. This movie is uh, I guess we could probably we're not going to go beat by beat. I don't think this is the we kind can't. of movie where. We, I mean, there's really, there's, there are, I think we there, can go idea by idea. I think that's kind of what I would think. There is a very definitive narrative here. It would be easy to go beat by beat, but. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I, I think more of a popcorn kind of conversation. I, so, so it's clearly Mike and, and Tiff were, were not fans. They had le- less than enthused. No. And, <laughs> and uh, Ken, I think you're, you're a huge fan. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say huge. Like, I enjoy it. It's not a movie that I'm like, oh, man, I need to feel good about myself. I'm going to watch Under the Skin. No, it's not a feel-good movie. (laughs) But I will say that it is a movie that, you know, I've watched a few times now, and I've enjoyed it. Were we supposed to, like, eat an edible or smoke some weed before we watched this movie and you forgot to tell us? Uh, I don't think. It wasn't wasn't colorful enough for that. (laughs) But would it have made more sense? I don't think so. Probably you probably would have just fallen asleep. Let's be honest. You would you would have just <laughs> I fallen was asleep. Trying not to fall asleep. This is a movie where I paused it. It was half an hour. I'm like, oh, we're only half an hour in. Yeah. I pause it again. We're an hour in. Oh, he never does it. Usually, I'm like, how long is this movie? I have to watch for you. Aren't you amazed how unsexy naked Scarlett Johansson is? Uh, like, but yes. I mean, beautiful woman, beautiful woman, obviously, but. Like not like erotic. In, like it's in that so... context, it wasn't. No, she was still she was still sexy to me and beautiful, uh, beautiful. but it yeah. wasn't a sexy scene. But it also like it felt normally like when you have nudities in movies or nudity and things, it like doesn't always fit. Like it feels like you're just trying to get idiots to go see it. And all the nudity in this felt it felt like it actually had a point in the film, and that was something that I I I like I was interesting. Like the fact like with her nudity, like it's not. Is not played off to be sexy. It's no. her looking at her body. So in she the, hasn't seen it. Yeah, in the context of it, because she's not human. <laughs> wearing she shows the lamp in her hoo-ha. Yes. <laughs> but it, it works. Like, it was like, this makes sense in the context of what's happening. Like, and it really affects what's happening to her. And it's like, this is, this is when you should have it in a movie, not like some movies. <laughs> so... I was like, yeah, okay. no, it's it, it makes sense. And I'll just state what kind of my thoughts on it, you know, just just to kind of say it is 
This is a movie I admire. I admire this movie greatly. I can't say I enjoy it because it's 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 a tough watch, but it's it's one I admire. It's the kind of movie where I remember seeing this in theaters. I saw this theatrically because again, I liked the director and I know his work from the music videos and all that. And I remember sitting there, and this is one of those movies where I probably saw it. I was I think I lived in I still I lived in Austin. I wasn't in New York, so I probably saw it at the Violet Crown Cinema, which is like the small independent cinema. You go there, it's like 75 people per theater. You get fancy popcorn with I don't know, aioli next to it, right? Like it's a very fancy theater, you know, like very independent. You sit down and you're watching it, and then everybody in the foyer after is going, Oh, yes, oh, themes, yes. And I walk out going, what was that? I don't, I, and I walk out feeling like an idiot. I feel like a dumb idiot who just wants to munch popcorn and watch Scarlett Johansson jump kick people in the head. And I, yes. I think I remember walking out of this going, I am a stupid man. I am not a film goer. But then after you think about it and you sit on it and I thought about it and all like the things kind of card coming to me. And in this, I've seen it twi- one more time before this. And the second time around, it really clicked like all the themes and, and everything just made sense. And I enjoyed it more. And now this time around, I, I, I enjoyed about the same. So I really like this, but in more of an admiration as opposed to an enjoyment. Kind of like a like a like a Lars von Trier. Like I appreciate him, but I don't like him, but I appreciate his work. I appreciate what it does. Like uh even like David Lynch. I'm not a David Lynch fan, but I I respect his work. I admire it. But not something I go out and see. I I, I know people people kill me for that. Like, I don't know, I just don't get it. But anyway, that so this is a movie. That you see in theaters and you feel stupid walking out. At least for me, that's exactly what happened with me You're the like, first time I saw I this theatrical. It wasn't what I no, it wasn't what I waste. Because again, I can appreciate how beautifully shot this is made. This is a gorgeously crafted movie. I, I mean, in nearly every respect. But I just felt stupid because I felt like I should have been like the smart people who walked out, you know, stroking their beards, going, Oh, yes, hey, huh? And I'm just like, ah, that was pretty, but so what? I like plot and characters and scenes and order and narrative. That's like what I like about movies. Um, but I did, of course, appreciate, again, how just gorgeously shot and just, yeah. And I guess, so like, for me, it took a second watching to like really, okay, now now I'm getting the, the themology. And I think it's really strong sci-fi. I mean, Ken, I don't know if you agree as well. I think as a science fiction story, I think it's really strong. I would absolutely agree. It is a really good science fiction story, especially when it comes to themes of discovering one's humanity and discovering what it's like to be a human. Yeah. Like this, this movie really is one of those philosophical ones for me. Like, you know, the ones that people do talk about and stroke their beard. Yes. Yes. Like, I can see where you had that experience and you felt like that because like my first time around, like, you know, I'm not, I, I felt like I got some of it, but other things just kind of eluded me and I didn't watch it in the best circumstance. Like, you know, it was not a great theater. Mm-hmm. I was with, you know, people who wanted to talk during the movie That's and who were focusing on other parts of the movie, which I'm sure we all know what they were. But like when I actually got to sit with this movie and watch it and actually like just sit in front of my television, you know, fairly 
large television, not huge, but you know, <laughs> fairly large. and just like got to sit in front of it, let the music wash over me. It just, it felt like a much better, more cohesive experience. The at least second time and every other time I've watched it, I just, I feel like I get more out of it than I did the previous time. I can, I can see that. Like after I watched the YouTube video and it explains certain things, the movie became more interesting to me. Like in the very opening of this movie, you have this random guy that never speaks throughout the entire film on a motorcycle who just grabs a, a body. They could have had a cuter looking guy for that part. If he's not going <laughs> to okay. talk, why not just have like a group all model? It made so, sense to me later. Like now I understand what was happening. But in the context of the movie, I had no idea what was going on. That the biker is actually a professional road racer because. It could have been cuter. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, that's fa- I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a, a highly attractive uh, motorcyclist out there. Yeah, they they had to hire. I don't know, but I don't I don't think he was bad looking. He had a rugged kind of like you know way about him. I thought he's like an interesting character. He's very ambiguous on what his role is. I always kind of saw him as like the handler almost. Yeah, you know? yes. yeah, yeah. Is that kind of yeah. how I was? Yeah, yeah. He's the one like he gets the clothes for. The, we don't have character names. There are no character names in this movie. There's oh, a, well, I'm sorry. What are we calling her? The alien? There's one oh, character Joe. name. One character name is like you know during the course of the film, and only if you're paying attention. What name is that? That would be the name of a gentleman who drowned in a lake. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Okay, you're Kevin. right. Yes, I just laughed at that. Like <laughs> I chuckled at the end of it when they said his name, just because there's a Kenneth on this episode, and I was like, oh. That was, it wasn't a happy scene I, at all. But. I don't no. understand that whole beach scene, though. Somebody explain that. I think it's supposed to, like, I'll, I'll I'll take my dumb take on it first. I think it's supposed to explain <laughs> her, like, no emotional towards watching two people just drown trying to save an animal and leave a baby alone, orphanless, and she had no remorse, and then and she just <laughs> hits a guy over the head and just takes him away. <laughs> like, I think that's what it was supposed to be. My Yeah, I, I also took it, uh, she's surprised. Okay, at the very, at the before, you know, while he's going out there to save somebody, she's watching him run out into this ocean, you know, obviously you know, it's a strong you know, tide and waves and watching someone be selfless. And I, I, I take it as like she's a surprise because the first her first brushes with humanity is animalistic. It's just sex. And I think she's trying to learn what it is to be human. But the first her first instinct, of course, is, is a sexual one. Like, OK, here's how I'm going to figure this out. And then when she sees somebody go beyond that and be selfless, she's like, huh, that's interesting. But then she realizes we need to eat these human beings and then clunks them in the head and throws them into the goop maker. So <laughs> I, 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 so it's, it's again, her still kind of figuring it out. And I love the fact that she just sits there and watches it. I, I had to, as soon as I saw the baby, I said, oh, fuck, no, this is the baby scene. Oh, God, that's right. Oh, my. Oh, no. I had to scrub past it. I had to. I could yeah, not. No, it's tough. I could could not again dad vibes i'm sure i didn't care when i was when i saw this in 2013 dad vibes nope uh uh-uh. uh yeah, if, if there's something involving like kids and a and nope that's like it's a big line for me and i just went uh uh-uh. tap 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 on the computer and away i went so but yeah it's I, a again it's it a it's a very it's a tough scene and a doggo dies oh can't have doggos dying not does good. the doggo die though do i know that we don't know that it didn't report in the paper yeah, <laughs> I, I think they were probably more concerned about the missing child <laughs> than, probably. than the family pooch. But I mean, yeah. Well, ocean is not nice. 
Whatever. No, it's and not. I've told it. I've going pee and come back. I I would I would just mourn the dog. I I can't. I, I you, everyone knows on this show. I I don't like water. The ocean is not my friend. Lakes are not my friend. Pond, puddles are barely my friend. I don't like the evil water. Puddles out there, it's very scary. Yeah, they hide potholes up here in the north. Yeah, so, hey. that's that's fair. <laughs> <sighs> but no, I, I, yeah, I don't like the ocean either. So like when I saw, it, I'm like, oh, this just like the guy. Like I'm watching the scene. I'm like, what the hell? Like I didn't understand the the context of it until again the YouTube video explained it. That's all I. But like I didn't get. It. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like I don't understand. And then she just hits the guy over there with a rock and takes I'm like, what the? So I for her being an alien. I I figured she would be stronger. Again, another thing that I didn't catch during my watch of the movies, and that in the very first thing when they bring that random girl in, they put her on the floor, and she's undressing her. Scarlett Joe's undressing her and then putting on her clothes. I guess she's supposed to be an alien, which I didn't compute. And the reason why she had a tear going down her eye, I guess, what the YouTube video told me, which made this movie more like by watching the video, it made the movie make sense to me, and then I I had a more appreciation for it. That she was having emotions, and that's why she's there, because she failed, because she started feeling for the humans. You can't feel for your food source. Not like that. I so. tried that once, it didn't work out well. But, like, I mean, I, I get it. Like, I get why this movie takes that step where it does everything, where nothing's, you know, told to you. Nothing, like, you just have to absorb it and put two and two together. And my dumbass apparently doesn't like those kind of movies, I found out. But, like, I I do appreciate for what it is. Once someone explained it to me. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I think that's perfectly fine. Again, this movie is if you walk away from this movie saying that sucked, I can't stand it. You're you're right. That's fine. You you have every right to say that because this is a tough pill to swallow and it's not something for everybody. But I think it does reward multiple viewings. And I think just from a filmmaking perspective as well. I mean, those scenes of the of her prey being you know, lured into the black goop, them fully aroused. Like, <laughs> probably that surprised me again. I was like, oh boy, goodness gracious. They, I wasn't expecting that the first time they show it with a with a guy from the like well, football game, I'm essentially. Mr. Happy. I mean, that's what he was, Mr. Happy. <laughs> and it's just like, I was expecting, okay, they're going to cut. And all of a sudden, he just takes off, he takes off his underwear. And I'm like, oh, they didn't cut. Like, they didn't, you know, they didn't, like, normally a camera will stay up. Nope. They're like, here you go. Mm, no, it's, like, it's very striking. And it's, it's so off-putting and strange and... That scene when he descends into the water and he sees the the bloated body of the of the swimmer and that swimmer just gets sucked into basically he's just a lifeless husk like he just gets absorbed into himself is so scary and so effective and just again gorgeous how it lingers on there and again it's showing you that you know because the actual novel this came from is about aliens who come to Earth to eat humans use humans for food like that that's that's the whole point of this book. So and that's why you have like the red goop going into like shoot and all. But I love the fact that the movie only does t- really two scenes of the two or three, three scenes of goopage three, right? <laughs> it's the t- two people. And of course, the third person who she she frees. It yeah, there's Mr. Happy, the guy from the football game. Where you don't see anything. Then there's the guy from the club that she is hunting and then leaves because he goes into more of a social area. And then he hunts her. Essentially, his dumb ass goes, yeah, I'll go with you. And then the, the guy with the disfigured face. That she lets free? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, we we just spent a lot of time talking about the beach scene. I'm not going to keep bringing up that unfortunate harshness of that scene. Yeah. But that is a really important scene, I think. I think that is the scene that starts everything that leads to the ending. Because... There's a crying baby in the scene 
and baby's just hanging out on the beach and she doesn't do anything with the beat with the baby baby's just there so she drags away the body of the czech swimmer that she's talking to and right after that she's sitting in her van stuck in traffic looks over and there's another crying baby and you can see it really bothers her oh and if you listen really really closely for the rest of the movie every time she's unsettled you can hear in the soundtrack a crying baby. Wow. I didn't okay. I didn't catch that. I did not catch that. Wow. I did not either. Wow. <laughs> yes. Very cool. I did catch Very the cool. car, remember? Never mind. But like that is the moment when she starts going from like, whatever, this is food time to <laughs> oh wait, maybe these humans have something a little more about them. That's very good observation. That's an excellent observation. Nicely That's, done. That's why they pay me nothing to be on this podcast. That's it. You guys, I always say you get what you pay for with me. So yeah, we love you for it. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's why like, I appreciate things about this movie. It's like we talk about it and as I heard about it, like I can appreciate it more like the subtleties of what the movie is trying to tell you. Like, I mean, early on, I was like, it didn't click right away. Like, I mean, I knew something was up when I'd see her. She's talking to guy like, oh, she's like, how do I get here? And she's asking for directions. And then she's like, well, do you live alone? Do you have a boyfriend? You have a girlfriend? And I'm like, and then all of a sudden they're gone. I'm like, well, yeah, she's, and I knew, and I knew a little like she's an alien. She's making sure no one will come find them. Yeah, which was smart. And it didn't click right away what she was doing exactly. It doesn't click to these horny guys that some random beautiful girl is just asking about your life story to make sure no one's coming to look for you. To to be fair, though, most of the men in this movie don't, don't fall for it. And she, as soon as she hears, oh, I, you know, because she asks if they live alone. And if they don't live alone or one person's like, oh, I have a family, she just drives away. Like she yep. she only wants those who are alone, who have no attachments. And so even then, so most of the guy, he takes her all day to find the first person. And of course, it's someone from the – I love the fact, by the way, that this, of course, takes place in Scotland, which – any di- most of the dialogue you can't understand anyway unless you <laughs> no, really hard. understand a <laughs> good like a ridiculous. I didn't watch it with subtitles. I probably shoulda, but <laughs> just just that really tough Glasgow accent. And I, they talk I really fast. Oh god, yes. yes, they all talk super fast, and I love the fact that the first scene where she's kind of making that left turn through the crowd of uh, I guess we'll say soccer hooligans since we're in America, football hooligans. They're all wearing green and they're they're fans of the Celtics because in <laughs> Scotland, in Scotland, you have the Celtics and you have the Rangers and God save you. If you walk into a Celtics bar with Rangers wear on and oh, vice Lord. versa, it is no, it's a serious problem. <laughs> like, down. You will be injured. Like it's and I, I know <laughs> this I have a I have a dear friend of mine who's uh, from Scotland and he explained that to me because he was a bartender in New York. And as I think people should know, I'm a fan of the New Jersey Devils hockey team. And he started getting into hockey because I always have it on the bar. He put it on. And I'm like, so, you know, are you going to become a fan? And he says, well, I'm not going to be an Islanders fan because who cares about them? And he's like, I cannot be a Rangers fan because I loathe anything with the word Rangers on it because he grew up a Celtics fan. And he explained, he's like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's oil and vinegar. Like, that's a serious problem. So I just got to kick out everyone in their, in their green Celtics gear coming out. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Let's come remind me. Reminded me of my friend Aiden. Aiden, I thought of you when I saw this movie <laughs> under the skin. Aww. Yeah, yeah, I miss Aiden. I thought about him. I'm like, man, I got to reach out to Aiden. What's he up to? He's back in well, Scotland. One thing I also found out when researching for this, well, the YouTube video, those scenes where she's talking to random guys, that wasn't scripted. Yep. 
It's just random people, like some of the random people that don't get in the car. They just filmed her and then later on had them sign it. It's like, yeah, I can put it in the movie. So that no. wasn't like she's just that's cool though. I like that. I was like, okay, that's impressive. So the guys uh, that got in the car, they paid. Yeah, those are all the <laughs> actors. All but actors. Oh, just the random people. Yeah, she's like, actors, right? Yeah. How do I get here? You know, and they're like, uh, oh, you know, and they're just talking to her, like, yeah, go this way. And, and then, like, I bet directions, anyways, and listening to some so those people go right, right, and then down, down, and then left, and another. I'm like, oh my god, what? <laughs> and don't forget, straight through the roundabout. That is one thing that always. Straight through is the roundabout. That was awful. I was like, wait, will we die? What? Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> or what's a roundabout in Scotland? Is it different? The same thing. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, the same exact thing. You just apparently don't go in the circle. You go through. <laughs> make the lane. No, you it's just not do there. the one. You do like half of a circle and go out. Yeah, I, Come on. Come on. <laughs> but it was just, again, stuff like that made me appreciate this more. And like, I'm assuming when they filmed the Scar- you know, Scarlett Johansson, you know, wasn't as famous as she is now. Like, people would be like, wait, you're Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I'm guessing it was filmed a few years before, at least two before Avengers, Avengers or right came around. Out. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, they uh, wouldn't have been able to do that. They'd be maybe like, that's hey, why they're in Scotland. Maybe. <laughs> Less famous, I don't know, but there was like all the stuff I didn't catch, like the part when she goes to the mall because she's trying to observe humans and our ways of, you know, getting beautified, essentially, for lack of a better word, at the mo- in my brain, and like. <laughs> None of that clicked. Yeah, none of that clicked when I watched it. I was like, what the fuck is happening here? It wasn't until the video explains, until someone sat down and said, Mike, this is what's happening. I went, oh, oh that's cool. Yeah. It was that's just. Lips. Oh, my goodness. I don't, none of it clicked. You know what I put makeup on? That's what I'm going for. Yeah, but you're not going out hunting. So I'm going to make food. You don't know that. I go out without you all the time. You know what I'm doing. <laughs> is there black goo somewhere I don't know about it in this yeah, house? Yeah, I gotta go clean that up. It's starting <sighs> to smell. It was Ooh. just like, none of it clicked. And I thought that was interesting. Like, it was just one of those... And again, it's not a movie where they have, like... I mean, it's meant to be subtle. It's meant to make you, you know, question things or, or put it together, like, subtly. I guess what I should say. Not like, you know, a unicorn origami that you're just supposed to just be like, oh... What does that mean, huh? But yeah, it was better. Blade Runner reference. <laughs> Never. I do think that it's really interesting that the outfit she picks out, it's a very tactile outfit. Like, she chooses the outfit based on touch, mm-hmm. which oh. I thought was pretty fascinating. Yeah. I did not catch Super that. Mm-hmm. Fur coat, soft sweater, jeans. Yeah. And those boots. <laughs> Those nice furry boots that she walked in the ocean with. What the? And then she goes running in the woods with and climbing. Ah. I'm like, oh my god, you're going to break an ankle. At least she didn't have high heels. No, see, my eyes kept thinking cold, cold feet, cold feet. Oh god, I think just (laughs) like a matted dog now. Those fluffy, you know, UGG UGG boots. I know. I just, I was like, oh man, you spent so much money on that. (laughs) (sighs) What a shame. What a shame. <laughs> it wasn't okay. It's an interesting look too. They went through. They didn't go for like a real like slutty look either. Like I thought that was you know. Well, they didn't. I mean, they went for something much more like casual. Is how she is. But I mean, she's still you know. I mean, Larry Mentor death. So can look make anything look. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she's still Scarlett she's still Scarlett Johansson. She's yeah. still Scarlett Johansson. So she worked that fur coat, baby. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> But just like the whole idea is just luring all these people in, you know, in the van. And then like, I think it's early on. You see that she's she, not watching the road while she's no. And then she they go to like abandoned houses. And I was just like, is it, no, isn't that the same one. Yes. Okay. No. It's oh, it's the same, same place. Same place. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't know. I just, when I saw him, like, I like how the one guy's like, uh, should I really go in here? And he just goes in there anyway. I'm like, oh, you get what you deserve at that point. But Okay. Yeah. Like, let, let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> so the first couple guys she hunts, which, by the way, the hunting scenes absolutely shot like a serial killer movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, totally. Absolute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Put and, a guy in there. You got Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah. I dig it. I dig the way that great. they... They flip that on it. Like, yeah, lots this, of like low angles and hidden. You can tell clearly it's like hidden camera stuff. Like it's really, yeah, really uh, immediate too. Like you're right there in the in the moment. Yeah. But the first guys that she takes are at night, so they're not going to see the house, and they're all too, you know, horned up to even give a shit. <laughs> but the one guy that you're talking about that decides to, you know, go. Oh, I don't know. Do I really want to go in there? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> He was during the day. Oh, yeah. Because they were out all night at the club because she's dancing and stuff. Oh, is it that one? Yeah. That's the one where she's hunting him and then she gets turned away. Then these bunch of women kind of like pull her along into the bar. I can see her later. So like that's where. Yeah, that's OK. I didn't catch that it was during the day. That makes sense now. I mean, I still abandoned house. I don't house. remember that like, part. I, don't I mean, know I don't know. I wouldn't. But I don't remember him. Saying I also that. never had anyone say, oh, come with me. So I can't really say. But, like, she primarily hunts at night. But as she becomes more conflicted about her humanity and what it means, she spends more and more time out in the daylight. Right. Okay. Very true. So, and during the day is where she was parked on the street. And there was that scene of only women, just only women walking around. Like, during the day. Yeah, and I love how she's she feels like she's recording it. You know, the way the, the, way the film is kind of showcasing all of these just regular people walking around doing their everyday stuff. It feels like it's from her perspective recording and seeing yeah. mm-hmm. all these different like female female people. I, I know I've, I've heard some a lot of theories on this, some of it being almost like a reverse rape, you know, kind of film where I, 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 I don't quite buy it. I, I like to take it more on its face where it's, again, an alien trying to learn what it is to be human. And doing so in a particular way. There's been a lot of stuff read into this movie, I think. Uh, but it's, it is the kind of movie that does bear discussion. And I think that's, that's a good thing. So here's the interesting thing. You said alien trying to become human. I'm saying alien accidentally becoming human. That's interesting. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that accidentally. Yeah. yeah. I like. Yeah. Exp- I'd love to hear your uh, expand on that, please, sir. If you could. My scholarly <laughs> friend. Let me let me stroke my beard here. Please stroke your beard. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Who look at the movie as the pursuit of food of of the book <laughs> from the uh, the book that was done by oh, what's his name? Not seriously, I don't remember his name. Michael. That's it. You're out. You're out of the film society. Out. Yes, yeah, so the book was originally written by Michael Faber, and in it, the alien <laughs> was searching for food. The hitchhikers were human meat for the the haves on the alien world as opposed to the have nots of course <laughs> you see and, all right, quite, quite, all right quite, quite. I've, I've taken that bit too far it was yeah, good it, it, it was it was good it, you, it was you jumped out you punched out at the right time well done <laughs> all right so <laughs> if you look at it from the point of view where yes she is collecting food there's not supposed to be any attachment this is a, a very much a slaughterhouse worker type of thing. Yeah. You do what you do to get the meat. You go home. Everybody's happy. You got your puddle of goo. <laughs> you got your slop on a conveyor belt. Everybody gets their pizza. But the unintentional, unfortunate side effect 
that leads to the rest of this movie is the baby on the beach because that starts the humanization process and it really comes to a head with the gentleman with the facial lesions. I think so, it's so oh that, all that stuff is so very like at first when I first saw this before he takes off his hood, I was expecting that okay, he's not human, he's also an alien. Like I was expecting they're gonna go somewhere down that road. Jesus Christ, that's rude. <laughs> well that's what I you know before you saw well, you know. yeah, before you, know. you saw right. the yeah. In fact, you just figure I thought that's what they were going for because they purposely were hiding his face with a hood in the dark. Mm-hmm. And the way it was shot, I thought that's what they were going Like, I thought it was something of that nature because I was still thinking that there was going to be more action or more like something else is going to happen. I wasn't expecting. Besides walking through a puddle of black. Yes, I was expecting something else to happen. And I wasn't, you know, but then all of a sudden you have this guy that's, you know, disfigured. And I'm like, OK, where are they going with this? And it wasn't really what I expected, but I I the way they went with it was interesting. Like, you know, here he is a guy that, you know, you know, he, you know, he has, you know, he has, you know, these disfigurements and things and like the way that she approaches them, she approaches him the way that you, you know, that she normally approaches her prey. And then like, you know, she's using the whole, you've been with a woman before. Like you want to touch my skin. And like, just the way that that all went, like, it was very interesting. Like, you know, and then you can kind of start to see where she doesn't seem as much of the hunter as she normally is. She seemed a little different. I was noticing. Okay, so first off, that actor, his name is Adam Pearson. He actually does have those. He has neurofibromatosis, which is what causes those uh, facial disfigurements. Okay. And the production team actually went to a charity called Changing Faces to get someone with actual facial disfigurements to play this character. And he ended up suggesting how Scarlett Johansson's character could seduce him for the script that we're actually used in the movie like the whole when was the last time you touched someone would you like to touch my face that came from him amazing yeah that's that's and it and it's so beautiful i mean it's it, watching this and again when the first time you see it you probably don't un, you may get the sense that something is wrong but you don't get alien right i mean at least for me and again this may be to be stupid bill looking at the movie going better i i didn't get alien i just got something's up right obviously this woman is not who she think you know she's something's up right but that moment of her kind of again this is second viewing stuff her touching letting him touch his her face and just having this natural empathy and his reactions to these to these advances and these requests is so so real and it's that makes perfect sense that this came from him like this is the kind of thing he would want someone to how he would like to connect with somebody and it's it's gorgeous i mean it's just beautiful i and it's and not creepy I don't want to say creepy. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful and unnerving and unsettling. Yeah. And it's lots very, of emotions in there. It's lots of emotions. And it's, it's and great. it takes it where, like, I could see that work. Okay, these guys are like, you know, you got the guy at the club. You got the, the dumbass, you know, soccer guy. And like, and then you have someone that, you know, didn't just want to get in her, tr- you know, in her van. And he mostly did it because he's like, okay, you'll give me a ride to the store. I just want to go to the store. I just want to go to the store. Like, I felt you felt more for him than you do for the other two guys. Like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to get laid. Oh, <laughs> Oh, here right. I'm getting, but <laughs> okay. Well, the whole time oh. is like, is this a dream? Is this a dream? And then you're like, no, he's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, it's so I, I got a really cool observation about this. I, I do. I'm sorry. All right, I mean, listen. So during all the other Black Goose scenes, Scarlett Johansson always has brawn panties on, except for this one. This one, she was completely naked while getting him into the Black Goo. 
And I think it was because it took more to get oh. him to follow. Makes sense. I didn't catch sense. that. Because I think he was very cynical about the whole thing. Like, he's probably just like, oh, great. She's just going to make fun of me. Okay, whatever. Fine. I'm not going to go. I'm going to go along with it to a point, but it's not real. And shit, man, it's just a bummer. Like, yeah. And he she goes tried- into the black goo. Yeah, he, he goes in the black goose. She when she goes downstairs, I, I caught it like even without watching the YouTube, I caught this where she stands at the mirror for a second and like just stares yeah. at the mirror. And I think that's a what if I become stare. Okay. Because she's is, is yeah now been cursed with empathy. And she's 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 kind of trying to wrestle with who she is and her her newfound yeah, her newfound empathy and Although, I got to say, throw some clothes on the man before you send him out to the middle of the wilderness to wander around towards town. <laughs> yeah, I know right. she can't. She can't. I mean, again, she's not yeah, she's not equipped to do these things. But, hey, better that than being sucked into the evil goop and then have your insides slurped out of your body and thrown into <laughs> a black and white shoot. So, hey, I guess, you know. I mean, and it's, and it's, Colin, it's right there. They, they were right there. That's right. They step on them. They, that's right. The clothes were right there. She could have just. Maybe it was one of those things where she's just like, you have to get out of here before I change my mind. <laughs> no time yeah, she for lets him out. He runs off, and then you see the cycle, the motorcycle guy randomly just find him at some... Like, I don't know if that was supposed to be his house that he went to. No, I, really I, think, that, was, I think that was just opportunity. Like, I need okay. to get Because he's now... The handler realizes yet another one of my aliens, yet another one, has gotten all human emotion... And we need to kind of set her straight, which is why I love that scene where he's just staring at her and examining her almost I like, get that. Are you broken? Something's up. Ah, something's up. All right. All right. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you steal one more person. And then of course, when she lets him go, that's when he's off to the races. Like, right, we gotta, we gotta find you now. That's, that's how I, she think. runs away. It's after that. She, and there's one scene. I don't remember if it's before or after this, where she parks the van a guy starts talking to her and they try, they try to like carjack her. And I, yep. I can't remember when that was, but that was a little, like I was confused. Like what the hell is happening? And you realize, okay, they're trying to steal the car. I told you that. Yes, you did. <laughs> I didn't put two into, I was like, what? but I was also kind of checked out too. That's because you're a guy watching it. Yes. Which was, you know, I mean, again, that's one reason, one reason I, I definitely wanted you to come on here and you're like, I don't want to, but I didn't I still don't <laughs> because I mean, held against my will. Somebody call help. <laughs> Blink and twice if you need help. <laughs> I no, blinked just like five times. There's right no now. camera. That's the joke. <laughs> it count. I blinked like five times. Is that correct? No. <laughs> the camera's on this laptop. That's close. <laughs> Not this. Laptop. I don't have a camera on this one. <laughs> nor do I turn on cameras if he's recording. They make the videos too big. And they're harder to convert. But that's neither here nor there. But like, just like again, that was an interesting. Like when you brought that point up, me, I'm like, yeah, you're right. And then I, it wasn't until later on when we were talking in, in the group chat. Where like you would you would brought up points to kind of like like the the idea that not even idea but more of like the 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 culture of humans you know in this era like the the rape culture and things and what women have to go through I didn't really I try to be very conscious of that in general but like it didn't it didn't I wasn't thinking of that during this film at this point but that's kind of what I felt like they were in a way like in that part showing where the guy just ride a carjacker Cause, well because now we know why the handler's a male and the Whatever you want to call Scarlett Johansson, it's a female. The hunter is a female. That's what I called her. I mean, because if you had it reversed, they'd be starving. Yeah. Yes. Because no way, no how would a female get in a guy's van? I mean, I suppose maybe it depends, but yeah, it's less. It's not like it's much less likely, especially when you know, like what she's do. You know, what she's doing. 
it's going to be much easier for a woman, especially a woman who looks like Scott Johansson, to sit here and course, you know, <laughs> men to come with her. So. Right. And I don't know. It's it's weird. That scene in particular where she's like experiencing that, you know, all the youths jumping on her car and whatnot. Like it's for the longest time. I was like, why is this scene here? Why? I don't get it. And then I got it. So after she releases the gentleman with the facial disfigurements, she's, you know, shown empathy. That is, you know, her transition into humanity. Like whether she likes it or not, she has feelings now. And from that point, she stops getting the hunter experience and now is almost transitioning into a more human female experience. Okay. Like dealing with, you know, all the things that women all over the world have to deal with. The harassment, the, you know, the side eyes for eating a piece of cake, the assault in the Walker shelter. No, thank you. I don't know if we've gotten to that point yet. We, so we haven't gotten that point Okay, yet. okay. We're getting yeah, real close like, there, but okay. like. Releasing the the gentleman with the facial disfigurements, that is the turning point where she goes from hunter to human female as far as the experience that life is happening. And that's when she starts getting, you know, all the negative things that come along with that. Yeah. But I think one of my, again, one of the very telling points of this is too, and you're right, because she also has that moment where she's stopped at a, I don't think she's at a light. I forget where she's at. It's dark and they'll, again, the gang of, of a uh, gang of guys show up and start stomping on the car and pulling out the window. And, and she, she, she drives off, not afraid, but almost bewildered. Like why, like, why is this happening almost? And like, you're right because she starts experiencing, you know, again, being the hunted, she's experiencing the negative parts, but I do love the whole long sequence of her meeting the, the guy on the bus and after, because that's after after she starts seeing the awful side of humans. She that's after I think the cake scene where she tries the cake and spits it out because it's like disgusting to her. She kind of retches almost. It was and, unfortunate because that cake looked good. I don't like cake. cake looked good, shit. But I was it like, good. I saw this last two nights ago. It was like twelve twenty in the morning. I'm like, man, I could go for a piece of cake now. My body's hungry. <laughs> I'm, I'm up way cake too. I'm up way too late. What can I kill a piece of cake and? She's now experiencing all these negative things. She's she's getting, like you say, Ken, she's getting all the different experiences, including developing a connection. And this guy who she's who's taking her in really has no sexual motivation, really. I mean, again, she's an attractive woman, so you know, of course, but like his his intentions, at least for in my estimation, were one of yeah, well, just being kind, but then kind of falling for her a bit, you know, like this genuine affection, not a love, I don't think at this point, we, I won't go that far, but it was a kindness. And again, through all of that, she's confused. She's like almost to the point where how do these humans have all these different sides to them? And that's kind of what this is really about is her discovering humanity is not just a cow in the field. They, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff under the skin. <laughs> <Ba-na-na>. oh. <laughs> oh, I had to do it once, Ken. Come on. Oh, fine. I, yeah. <laughs> I, it was well played. Well played. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Listen, I had to do I had to do it once. But anyway, that's that's kind of how I feel about it. Because I do find that all that, especially when they go to the castle and he picks her up and then carries her over the puddle, sloshing his shoes too. A lot of shoes yeah. sloshing in this film. Like, dude, your <laughs> shoes are now ruined and your feet are now wet. 
Stop being Eric. You live in Glasgow. It always rains. It does nothing but rain in that, in that, in that country. So why are you? But they were they were cute scenes in that way of like you know you know and you're right it wasn't really of sexual you know because he doesn't he takes sure he's like okay you know you stay in your room he closes the door he's like you know here's your ginormous cup of hot chocolate. But yes, but it was just. <laughs> I look where I live. It's cold. So. <laughs> Much but it, it just it was kind of nice after seeing what you had earlier and like you know like when you approach on like you guys saying like approach on the bus and you the bus driver I'm like leave her alone you know when you, the again not watching the road I felt like the bus driver was creepier than he was like where's your coat young lady I couldn't even understand what the hell he was saying to be honest with you he also wasn't watching the road I kept no I I have okay I have severe anxieties of driving and I'm a nervous rider. The whole time, anybody driving, they were looking at their passengers, not the road. I'm like, you're driving a bus. Please watch the road. We should watch Fast and Furious 2 together. <laughs> that, that's completely different. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a different context. They're supposed to. This, I don't know why. It gave me anxiety watching it. That guy's like, probably. Scarlett Johansson's going to burn up and die before I figure out what the fuck she is. <laughs> that guy has, has driven this route a million times he literally could probably do it with his eyes closed he doesn't need to see the road the road sees him it's fine no, he's just looking mm. at his boobs where's your jacket uh, but it was just interesting to have it you know her not being the hunter for it not being a sexual scene like with all this where the guy's just like i want to help you i don't you know understand what's happening and then like you know when they do finally you know when when they have sex later like it doesn't come off as as she a yes that too but she's not trying to like you know lead him into a black pool either this time she's just <laughs> trying time. to ex- but she never experiment got that fire with the rest of them did she no, no. she just stripped she and, just stripped oh. and like here's my sexy buddy and you go come, in the goo come to your death <laughs> and they're like yup yes. <laughs> yes i will I step come. into the black goop for you yeah i yeah but this i know this is in a very human experience like this is her having in enjoying the sensations of a sexual experience is based off connection, not just, you know, a, a black widow. Not I'm not being a pun. I promise I'm not. I, a black widow, like, so, like, spinning a web, bringing in prey, right? Like, yeah. or a succubus, you know, just, in tr- like cha- you know. Better. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I wasn't trying to make a bad pun, I promise. I like um, black widow pun better, I but like both are fine. <laughs> both are fine. I, I do. I work for everybody. But yeah, like a succubus, she's just experiencing it. And what I really find very interesting, and I had took me a couple of like I had to actually back it up a little bit when she when she jumps up, you know, and then she examines herself. Like, yeah. what what is that feeling? Because they, they they cut to something for like a split second, and I'm assuming that's a penis going close to a vagina. I'm assuming because you can't show that in a you know a rated R movie. That's immediately where you become pornography. But <laughs> evidently. But so I don't know. I'm assuming that's what it was. Like she felt this that sensation and was like, "Okay, what? I gotta see what this is." <laughs> Good golly, Miss Molly! Wow. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if you got like, a different thing from McCann. I don't. Maybe I'm missing something. So I thought maybe so after watching all the way to the end that maybe he like ripped her skin when he tried to enter her, Ooh, like how, and she felt it, mm. and she was like, "Wait, what's that?" Because mm, I'm assuming that. over time, like the skin would eventually deteriorate because you know, it's not renewing itself because well, it's not supposed to be I there. I don't know. Do you know? Maybe it's not skin. Maybe it just looks like skin, feels like skin, but it's space age polymer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, that last scene when she holds her head in her hands and I'm just like, Wah! so. But like, <laughs> she was still blinking. <laughs> I thought of Bill immediately. 
love you. Whenever I think of any like gory scene or any, I mean, this wasn't gory, but anything like creepy, gory, yeah, anything creepy crazy. like that, I think of Bill immediately. <laughs> So thanks, welcome, thank you. I pre- I guess I appreciate it. <laughs> it's, Man, it's better than the reanimator head, okay? <laughs> yes, I will say this is much more artfully done than somebody somebody's head popped up through a hole in the middle of a of a surgical tray, going wow. Yes, definitely, definitely more artfully uh, composed. Yeah. Well, look. All right, fools you. That's art too. So. <laughs> oh, listen, Ken. You and I are gonna do our own show without these two. <laughs> And Michael just put it up on his on his podcast, and we'll just talk about the joys of Reanimator. We'll find one other yes. crazy person, and we'll just glow about this movie and give it the proper treatment it deserves on this yep. podcast. Limited series, just do all the Reanimator movies one episode at a time. Wait, how many are there? Like four, three, oh, four. Can we can watch yeah. the other ones. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Poor Mike, he's, he's lost control of his show. You gotta bring it back in, brother. It is your show. You don't have to. Do no, it's fine. no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Part of the joy of the show is doing things that I never would have done otherwise. It's so. my show. Yeah, you know what? Good, yeah, good for you. That's true. Right? You'd never have seen this movie otherwise. No, and I. The only reason I watched this movie because you guys had had talked about it. As, I mean, it was just an excuse for me to make a poll and put like Sharp Chance movies never saw. What the purpose was to watch this movie. We, that purpose we, I regret. We, that was the purpose. I voted against it. I would just like to say I voted against it. I don't remember You're what watch I voted again, for, though. but I voted against it. You should want to watch it. You should I watch it. Watch it. Look. He made me yeah, watch I, it anyways. I don't know when. I don't know how. But one day, you will watch this again. Because no. you'll want to watch it again. No, I don't think I can think promise. You're going to see. I said I promise. That's so good. So and, ominous. And like, you're going to see Johansson doing something in some movie, and you're ne- you you will never look at her the same way again, which is fine. And you're going to think about that under the skin movie that those two creepy people made you watch, you and your poor <laughs> husband. And <laughs> and you're going to think you're like, and I'm telling you that's what's going to happen because that's what happened to me. I I walked out of this movie like a lummox, and then like days later and weeks later and months later and then i saw it again and i'm like oh this is okay now i now i'm absorbing this a bit more it's, it's a, i think it really does reward seriously rewards a, a second viewing no i agree based on just the youtube video that explained things like i was curious to watch this again not curious enough to actually put it on but i was curious to watch it again I was thinking about it, but I decided not to. You watch RuPaul's Drag Race instead. I watched RuPaul's Drag Race. So. Jigglypuff got her ass kicked off. Sorry, I'm okay now. Season four. <laughs> For those like, what the fuck is she talking about? So, yes. But like, it was just one, I mean, one of the things where I was, I was curious to watch it again. Like, I was like, if I would have had a podcast to edit, I could have put this on and watched it today. I had no podcast to edit, so it did not get put on again. But I was like, okay, I could put this on randomly in the background, just kind of pay attention to it. You couldn't, though. I already seen it to once. Pay attention to it. Eh, but so I watch everything. Except I did watch this without podcast editing, and I think that's why I was more upset because I had nothing to distract me, <laughs> including the movie. What would you have been talking about if you had something to distract you? Nothing. I don't know. You looked up. You blinked. You had a different guy in there naked. <laughs> there were a lot of guys in that truck. They kept disappearing. That's all I got for that part. Yeah, um, and then she, her running away though, I think made sense. Like you know, because she's terrified of kind of what's happening, and she just uh, runs away from the guy and ends up randomly at a park which and boy is that guy really good at playing just creepy logger i don't know <laughs> i don't know whatever other role that man could have but that is i mean perfect for him. I even don't know when why. you first see him and just a little bit part he does where he's like you know he just starts talking he's like oh you know really wet here and this and that and i'm like you're a creep like right away i'm like 
But did you like notice his questions for her were some of the questions she would ask the guys? Uh-huh. Are, you, are you here I by yourself? Did not catch that. Uh, are you just here for relaxation? Oh, anybody else with you? Oh, do you have any family here? Oh, I did not catch that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that raises the bar mm-hmm. on the movie being impressive for that part. They were they weren't exactly the same, but they were similar. Yeah, because he he's hunting he's her essentially. Yep. Okay, I did not catch that. So at this point, the movie has done a complete 180 from the beginning. Which is appropriate because this is the start of the end. Indeed. This oh, is one, the kind of sort of third act. Yeah. One little thing I want to mention is earlier on, one of the times when she takes the guys into the dark goo, you see like what she looks like under the skin, uh, where you just see the, the figure all in black. Yeah. That's in I the blinked, background. Blinked, that's a very cool. You didn't blink. You were looking at your phone. Oh, yeah. Well, I blinked on my phone. Because <laughs> you were done. You were like, why am I watching this with you? I blinked you? on my phone. <laughs> I missed that part. Oh, my. Maybe I'll watch it again. <laughs> Don't sigh at me. I heard that. <laughs> you will watch it again. I hate you. <laughs> and what that I was like, yeah. So Thanks. I was gonna say real quick the, that moment when she's be, she's getting attacked in the in the uh, I guess I think in the in the Wikipedia call it a bothy. I don't know if that's it's a shelter I, I, from what a, the YouTube said. A shelter for like if you get caught in a storm. Okay. Kind of uh, yeah. Okay. Like a like a temporary shelter that's for everybody. Yeah. When she's there laying and then she gets attacked. It, this is for me. This this spoke to her understanding what that's supposed to feel like, as opposed to like this uh, this aggressive thing because she had that interaction with uh, oh. the man in the house. So for mm. her, I, I this is this is different than what I experienced with the other person. This feels wrong and scary. And her taking flight, yeah, that's like a natural thing. And boy, oh boy, is that hard to watch this this just ghoul, this this absolute yeah. ghoul attack yeah. her. It's it's because you because you want to say you're the black goo girl, like do something, alien person. <laughs> but, but it's but so so scary. Well, she didn't have until, power. She just no, she's she just took a, them to a place, of course, where right. they were murdered. Yeah, they already had things set up. Yeah, she she yeah yeah she emotions, and now she's broken. Like a lot. Yeah. Well, not in broken, but she's she's now experiencing the what it is to be human, right? Fear and you know, it's yeah. I think again in that whole scene that she's that 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 ghoul's attacking her is really hard to watch. Then of course he he rips her skin, you know, and underneath is the uh, the real her and her emerging from her skin shroud or costume, whatever you want to say. Her emerging from that is so beautifully shot. It's so mm-hmm. sad, and she. It's there's a frailty to to that form that is really touching. And even like the expression on her face as she's as she's removing it's almost like she's mourning losing this. Yes. Yeah. That's how I call it. Like she's like mourning. She's saying goodbye to her. Yeah, like she's yeah. saying goodbye. Yeah, great way of putting it. Yeah, like this is an experience, and while I didn't expect to have it, I'm grateful that I did have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is now saying goodbye to that experience in just the worst way. Oh boy! Again, the ghoul mon- and the, the ghoul, of course, lights her on fire, throws gas on her, lights her on fire. So I have, ran awfully fast. <laughs> all I could think of, and I, I have to make this joke, Bill, is like how so, so you see her go in the truck. She goes in the truck. She hits the you know to get help and realizes, oh shit, it's the same fucker. Runs off. He chases after her. And then when he tries, he tries to rape her. And then when he Lee runs away. He's back there in no time with a gas can. All I could think of was Hulk with Edward Norton. That's all oh. over my head. Like, oh, yep, there he is. Boom. Got moving in. Oh, 
Oh, you thought had to... he's never gonna let that go. Nope, ever. never. And guess what? I'm the one who pointed it out to you're him welcome. too. Oh, and it was just like relative. so. I guess you're welcome, though. <laughs> it was like you just light her on fire. It's like that is just. I mean, I get it. Like it makes sense. I mean, one thing he tried, he committed a crime, and two, he's like, but you're not human, so I and you're strange. I have to kill you. Yeah, what would you do if you encountered an alien? Like, seriously. I would run. I wouldn't turn back. I would just be too scared to turn back. I'd just keep running. I think it's, if, an, yeah. if it was an alien just sitting there like that, maybe with a human skin, I'd run. I would probably run. I'd <laughs> run, get in that car, and drive off. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I think I'd light it yeah. on fire. But, like, what if you were a rapist serial killer? Would you then light it on fire? It does fit the character, yes. It does if it's the character. I'm a chicken shit. I am not qualified to to start inter, intergalactic relations. Okay, I am not Jean Luc Picard. I can't. I'm not qualified to talk to aliens. So let me run and he didn't follow the prime directive. Yeah, no, I did not follow. But no, I, I get it. Like you bring up point, Ken. Like that does it does fit the character of and the, if it was you know because again there are real people just like that. It fits the person of what you know. If you're willing to commit that act, you'd be willing to burn someone alive well because also he's like he didn't know what this being was and he didn't know if he she it had friends so he's sure. like oh somebody else might be coming after me i gotta get rid of it fast but i didn't expect that's just how the movie ends she wanders yeah, off on fire and it to just end like that. that's it final yeah. shot of the handler you know looking out over the mountains and i don't know if he can see or if he can tell because i think he can see the smoke coming up she I... implies it yeah go ahead I, oh, I was just going to say, I like to think that he can't see it, but that he feels it. Yeah. Interesting. That's what I okay. kind of got. That oh, okay. Have, like some sort of a connection. That's why uh, he keeps looking at her in the eyes. Well, he was looking for emotion. Yeah. Oh, okay. so he can feel it, that she's getting weird. Okay. So he keeps looking it. at her. <laughs> I don't know. I just pulled that out nowhere. Sorry. That's fine. No, no, I, I, no, I like good. that. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> because, like, he's... Checking, I thought that whole scene where they're like just kind of facing each other was exactly that. Like he was checking to make sure that, you know, the person he was sent there to look after was still indeed there. Yeah. And there's one small scene after she goes missing where you see a bunch of psycho people or motorcycle people running around. Like there's a whole team of these handlers out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which again makes sense. You can't just have one motorcycle person. I told you that they run in games. Not wrong. <laughs> the, an alien motorcycle gang? Hey, even real people. Any, if you know a guy with a motorcycle, there's a chance he knows three other people he rides with. So, hey. I, it takes Probably three to accurate. make a gang. That's all you need. It's three people. My dad used to ride motorcycle, and he had people he'd go ride with, too. It's just a thing, I guess. I don't ride motorcycle, because I, I wanted to. Then my my dad went flying off one, and I was like, yeah, we're good. I never need to ride one of my I'm, I'm okay with that, because I'm kind of klutzy, so. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Two wheels oh, on the oh. ground and nothing to protect me? I'll stick with four in a, in a shell. I'm good. Never. Mm -mm. <laughs> Terrifies me. But yes. But no, I mean, it, it It was cool to like think about the idea that there's more of these people out there doing that. Does, need food. That, that makes you feel better? It, made, you, it feels you better. You want to become food? Good thing you're married. Well, where's, I don't, your, where's your chicken wine? It's upstairs somewhere. But I wouldn't get I wouldn't get into a van with a random woman anyway. I've been always too <laughs> terrified in general. Like I had people... I've only one time in my life ever had someone give me a ride somewhere I didn't know. And I was in a blizzard from, I was just going down the street to Sam's Club where I went to work. <laughs> That's the only time. I've never gotten in the car with a stranger other than, like, of course, like an Uber or something. But I've never done that. Did it once. Huh. It was an older, it was an older couple. 
and they knew where, I mean, I was literally could see Sam from where I was. And, like, and it was a huge blizzard. So I love how we normalize getting in a car with a stranger because it's an Uber. That's okay. That is yeah, interesting, they have right? A picture of their file and everything. And I yeah, know. I mean, they're they're pretty well tracked, I think. Yeah, but still, that is we're not still, okay. We're still that getting in a car right. with a stranger. Hey, some people who might be drunk might not get in the Uber that you send for them instead. You know, hey, <laughs> are we talking about what? Yes, we are talking <laughs> about a certain event, but uh, that's another thing. But no, it, it's I, I do see what you mean. Like we we do normalize it in certain cases, but like in a case like this. I mean, I see one thing get in the car and everything, and you're like, hey, let's go to my house. <laughs> let's get some Nookie. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. How much easier would this movie be now? Like, this alien would clean up now. Oh, totally. If you, she, All she has to do is drive for Lyft. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. But she, she don't have to do that. She just makes an okay, you know, fans, cl- <laughs> you know, something like one of those. Only fans pay to be like, hey, I'll come over. Are you alone? No one else there? Okay, I'll be right there. Come with me. Let's go. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So, so we need under the skin point two point <laughs> Yeah. Somebody get modern version. <laughs> She's put a Jonathan Glazer on the phone. Tell him to put down <laughs> the zone of interest and work on under the skin two skin harder. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's less like the subtlety of this movie was not something I expected. Like I was expecting things to jump out at me a couple different points and it never did. And I was like, I mean, it wasn't that kind of movie, but I kept thinking that was going to happen. And again, not, not the movie's fault. Well, no, it is the movie's fault. My fault. <laughs> like, okay, look, I like this movie. I like this movie a lot. I think it's got some really cool ideas, really have some amazing things going on in it. But if the vehicle that you make to deliver your good ideas is not entertaining, if yes. people find it a slog to sit through, it's failed its primary mission, which is why this movie bombed in the box office. Honestly. I yeah. Mean, I, I was surprised how bad it bombed. I mean, before I watched it and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I read, I think I read somewhere that, that it, it missed the sweet spot of independent movie. It was too expensive for a small independent movie and it was not cheap. It was too, too cheap to be like a a big deal, right? Like $15 million. It's, it's a decent amount of money. That's a good amount of money to make a movie, but you're not making anything extravagant or, you know, most dramas cost like 30, 40 million. But so this is, this is pretty shoestring budget for what it's trying to do. So it kind of got caught in the middle of it. An indie movie. It is, and it kind of is. It's a, it's a high concept independent. Yeah, it's a high concept independent film. But but again, at, with the director at the helm, who is so adept at creating a movie or creating tension to tension. And again, we haven't talked about tension. The scenes in which these people are being led into, you know, the black goop and and all of the this just he's so good at tension. I, it's just and I've seen this before and I'm still tensing up in the chair watching it. So I think this is it's an interest it's an interesting exercise. It's one of those movies where and I think this kind of speaks to what Ken was saying. If you walked out of it saying, you know, what in God's name did I watch? <laughs> if you got led into the, if you got led into this theater like the men into the black goop by some friends who were in film school, like you know, those three friends who were like the real big film buffs, like, hey, I'm gonna check out this movie. Scarlett Johansson gets naked. And you're like, all right, well, hey, it's a <laughs> it's a Wednesday night. I got nothing else going on. Oh, and you God. walk in there. And you're and you walk out being like Emperor has no clothes. Like, why? Why are all these like film people going crazy about this? You're not wrong. You're not wrong at this. No. You're not. You really aren't. And even, you know, art, already art movies, quote unquote, they can be pretty obtuse. But this one in particular is purposely obtuse. 
for good reason. And again, I agree with Ken. I really like this, but in almost a more admiration way. And we'll talk about it when we shelf stack our box. But it's you're not wrong if you walk out of this saying, what did I just watch? This sucks. You are okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good. You don't so you can bad. ignore you can ignore the Rotten Tomatoes 85% and all the it it won some awards. It's considered Did it really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this is a very well a well received movie. And I don't remember this movie coming out. I don't remember it at all. It, you wouldn't have because exactly, no. there's no promotion for it. It came out around Winter Soldier, evidently. Everyone's watching Captain America Winter Soldier. Yes, not I would have rather been watching. So, but. okay, so here's a question then. If it didn't go head-to-head with Winter Soldier, do you think it ha- would have done better? No, no. Because no. this, <laughs> this is the kind no of way. thing you see no. at the IFC films at the IFC Film Theater in New York or at the Angelica or here, you know, in the Violet Violet Crown Cinema. Like, you don't... This doesn't show up at... Uh, yeah, maybe I'll draft this. But I mean, like, this doesn't show up in your major movieplexes. This is something that's got a small release... And it may, it costs too much money to warrant a small release because that's the kind of movie this is. And that's fine. And trust me, I love those movies. I went to see dozens of those when I was really into film, like really going to see movies every week. I've seen lots of these things. But this is a singular experience. And I think it's, I don't know, I, I really like it. But I don't blame you if you don't because it's a hard one. It's not, a, it's not an easy watch. It really requires a lot of work on the, on the audience's part. It really does. Too much yeah. for it, it to be it, successful. I exactly. didn't. When we got done watching this movie, I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? This is boring. <laughs> this is dumb. Then the next day I let it I let it sit in, you know, think, think about it. I watched a YouTube video that explained a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, OK, now I can appreciate this movie more. And as we talked, <laughs> I appreciate it more. And like part of me likes that. But the other part of me is like, you know, that's not a good movie going experience. And like, I also want to say, if this movie was released now, oh, it would do so much better. Oh, probably. That's fair. Because yeah. the distributor of this movie is doing pretty damn all right for themselves. This was distributed in the United States by everybody's favorite distributor, A24. Oh, is it really? Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Good old A24. Yep. I actually uh, purchased this digitally in a three-pack. Uh, they called it Sci-Fi Caviar. Because it came with uh, this, Claire Denise High Life, and Ex Machina. Ah, Ex Machina is a good one. That's a good so one. Three, three A24 sci-fi movies. And this was before they blew up and became all caps A24. Yeah. Prestige. Before they won all the Oscars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Prestige <laughs> uh, films. Yeah, that's kind of the, yeah. their thing. But yeah, no, it's, again, again, so, I, so Mike... Here's the question now. So you've seen it. You gave yourself a couple days, which is good. I'm glad I did the same thing. I saw this a couple nights ago. Have we talked you into liking this movie? Have we <laughs> convinced you as you've, as you've talked through it? Because initially you didn't like it. We get it. I know. It's fine. And well, most people didn't. But now that you've <laughs> talked through it with us and you've, you've watched the YouTube videos, do you now like this movie? No. I understand okay. it <laughs> better. And I have yeah. more of appreciation for what it is. But no, I still... I. I didn't like it. That doesn't change. Okay. I just, I can appreciate it for what it is. That's fine. But it's not, but again, I'm also, I'm a, you know, I, I like my action movies. I, 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 I like what I like. And this wasn't it. Right. You not to say it's like, not good. Yeah. It just wasn't it. And there's you, no shame in that. No, there really isn't. And I, and that's kind of what 
annoys me about movies like this because this movie really is purposefully obtuse. It's, it's doing this on purpose. It's making me feel stupid for a reason. Again, I but again, there's lots of beautiful things, and I'm not making fun of it, but just being honest about how I felt when I first saw it. You you are more than allowed to look at this and say this is I, I don't I don't like this. And especially again, for me, when I saw it in theaters, I was surrounded by people who were just enamored <laughs> just <laughs> and it was so bad. I felt like, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. I felt the same way walking out of boyhood. Like, why are we all freaking out about this movie? Why? <sighs> oh, it took him, it took him 50, 58 years to make. Yeah, cool. I don't I, I don't I don't get it. That's another one. I don't get. I don't know. I just you're allowed to like things. I again, I go to movies for characters. For me, I'm, a, I'm an acting person. I love good acting. That's acting for me. I'll take that over cinematography. I know it's not a big film person thing to say. I like acting. I like characters. I like plot. I like story. I like structure. I like these things. And this movie has almost none of those. Again, it has a plot and it has lots of character building. But it's all like it's behind a brick wall. And I really wish it wasn't behind such a big brick wall because to Ken's point, more people would appreciate the really great things this movie is trying to do and how beautifully it presents it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to find more things to talk about because as I'll say in my bit, we can't talk less about this movie than we did about goddamn Blade Trinity, okay? We spent <laughs> well over two hours. Oh, we ain't gonna about, get there. But we're no, not. We're get, not. No, we can't. It's not possible. It's not the possible. Movie. I know. I just it's think the about The raw this. audio, though, of this episode is actually <laughs> currently more than what we talked about, the edited version of Thing, and we're not done yet, I so. I know. I just, the fact that we have to redo that episode. Ken, can we redo that one, too? Reanimator <laughs> and Thing. I don't, how did we, how did we escape the Thing? We must have all been very tired. Look, you must know have what? Just been... I got the perfect way to redo it. Do it. We do what a do double header. We watch both things. I love it. I'm down. I'm down. Do it. Bring it on. Yeah, next we'll next Halloween. <laughs> I'm starting to plan your spooktober for you. Okay. All right. Should we, any last things you want to say? Should we go to shelf stacker box? Oh, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll go first. If I can say my part. Um, I'm going to put this in the box. I have a much more appreciation for it after our conversation, after watching it, but looking at it as a movie as a whole, I didn't enjoy what I was watching when I was watching it. So for me, it has to go in the box because it just wasn't for me. Tiffany. So, after this conversation, I might might want to watch it again, maybe, but it still goes in the box because I just in overall did not enjoy it. I, I don't like to think when I'm watching a movie. It made me think too much. It doesn't entertain you. And that's the whole thing. And that there, and that's nothing wrong with that, because that's what a movie's supposed to do. It's supposed to entertain you. And this movie and does not entertain. It was a very like literal movie version of a book. <laughs> it was like I was watching a, a book. Didn't okay. do much else. <laughs> I mean, that is fair. <laughs> and what about you, Bill? This is the kind of movie that stack is made for. And this is a stack for me. And the reason being is, again, I really appreciate this movie. I think there's a lot of great things in there. I have no desire to see this. Maybe in another decade when, I don't know, Iron Man returns for the 80th time and Scarlett Johansson appears out of nowhere and 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 Mr. Alberton here is just screaming, "Yay, she's back!" <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll a little little thing in my head will go, "Oh yeah, remember Under the Skin?" And I might watch it again, but it will probably be another decade before I pop this in and see it again. It's a movie I appreciate, and and I will take this opportunity to say, if you walked out of this theater in 2013 thinking, "What did I just watch?" 
and to give it a sideways glance to, you know, Winter Soldier and say, I wish I was in that Scarlett Johansson movie. <laughs> I would strongly encourage you to watch it again. I really would. I strongly encourage you to give it another shot now that you had that first experience because it it's definitely rewards that uh, that extra time. But yeah, I'm going to stack this one. And this is a perfect stack. This is like slam dunk for me. Okay. And what about you, Ken? Shelf. Shelf, shelf, shelf. Oh. I'm putting it on the shelf. <laughs> I I very much like this movie. The soundtrack by Michael Levy is absolutely amazing. Whether or not you like atonal instruments really will that depends on how you get the mileage out of the soundtrack. That's fair. The movie is fantastic. It's beautifully shot. Absolutely stunning work by everybody involved in this movie. But yeah, no, it's definitely going on the shelf for me. Uh I it is on my shelf, honestly. And two years. I give it two years. Within two years, you will all watch this again. <laughs> okay. Are we putting some money on that? Because... No. <laughs> put money on that. That is how confident I am. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's fair, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. One day you're going to think about this conversation. You're going to think about some of the things. It could even be as soon as this episode releases and you listen to it. You I'm will to watch it. in like three days. So we'll watch For four it. days. <laughs> Because this has to come out the end of this month of March. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. Coming soon, babe. Yeah, I know. I have to edit it quickly. But the last thing I, I do want to go out on is this is currently on HBO Max. So if you are curious after listening to our conversation, and no, we didn't ruin the movie because we explained this, you might appreciate it more, actually. Fair. It's very We'll watch it on HBO Max. I encourage you to do so. Because we didn't ruin anything. I mean, we ruined stuff, but it's not like, I feel like. So if someone goes in knowing that she's an alien, it might make more sense. I think the stuff yes. that we said, yeah, you're looking would. for the allegories of rape. You're looking for the fact that she goes from a hunter to the to the prey, kind of in a sense. Like, I think you'll appreciate the movie more than somebody going, hey, we're going to watch the Scarlett Johansson film, babe. Are you excited? And going, what did I just put on? Like, I think you'll, pre- I mean. If I would have watched the YouTube video first to explain what I was watching, I would have came into it with a more appreciation than I did yesterday, two days ago. So Yes, I, I, I would be very upset if I spoiled Back to the Future for somebody. I would not be upset spoiling this movie for somebody. You're 100% right. I think that extra context will really allow you to enjoy it way more than just walking in blind. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Watch it. It's a good movie. It's HBO Max. Stop watching <laughs> The Dumb Last of Us already. We get it. We get it. <laughs> I haven't Joel, seen that yet. Ellie, we get it's it. It's a show based on a video game. That's doing it's, really, really it's, good. It's, just season one ended. Um, we get it. No, I got to see who wins RuPaul's Drag Race like 10 years ago. <laughs> priorities. 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 I, I, okay, I'm okay with that. I don't want to watch Last of Us. I, I, I'm so sick of... Like that game and everything. Like I played the game once. And I'm like, it's isn't not- that that weird alien game? No, oh, something else. Yes, I play a lot Last, of weird games. Last, the Last of Us is fine. It's a perfectly fine game. It's good. It's, it's I'm, too overhyped. I'm so sick. Of, I'm so sick of 85 remasters. I'm. I don't. I am exactly. I guessed it on Nerds Without Pants last night. And I had the exact same conversation with the host there where I'm like, I don't care about this dumb game. I don't care about this show. I've hit a point where the hype is so high. I'm I am now out. I'm now out. I'm done. Game's I don't fine. I mean, I enjoyed the game, but then I'm like, then you remastered the game. OK, cool. You put it on PS4. All right. Then you remade the game on PS5. And I'm like, there's other games I'd rather see. Re- like, I get it. But I'm like, come on now. You just like leave it alone. Where's my Xenogears right. remake? Damn it. Yeah, right. There we go. OK, enough of me ranting. Oh, Bill, where can people find you at? 
Yeah, you all know by now, probably. A gamer looks at 40. Uh, we are almost done. If this is coming out um, in a few days, we are almost done with the Legend of Zelda series. I've been doing this for seven months now, and uh, it is finally time to put this series to bed. The final episode is on the uh, April 2nd, so hopefully y'all check that out. It's about Breath of the Wild and looking forward, and uh, I think it's going to be a good one. So, uh, yeah, check that out. And uh, all the other things on Twitter is where I mainly hang my hat. A game looks at 40, 4, 0. All the things and all the stuffs exist there. So uh, consider that your hub for now. And if you enjoyed this episode, there's over 450 other episodes you can see of the We Do. We Do movies, comics, games, TV seasons, all sorts of stuff. Go look through our giant catalog. And you can search stuff on Podbean, I found out. So if you go to our website, you can search. Yeah, they, I think Podbean updated it. I don't, I will say I've been doing it, so... You can search stuff. So Either that or you just figured out how to do it. Uh, who knows? <laughs> but you can go look on there. I want to give a shot of my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasphere. You can follow her on TikTok. Helena. And tell her I sent you. She'll tell me. <laughs> so I'll go do that. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Helena. and on YouTube. And if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. You can vote. We have a Patreon poll every month. Uh, the one coming up right after you hear this is Tim Curry movies Mike has never seen. So go vote in that. You know, and I don't because I don't know for sure what it's going to be. We're just going to leave it at that, but go vote. I know what I'm voting so for. that will be on there. And we have Discord. You see the link in the show notes. Please go join that. And you can please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And please review us on whatever you can. Spotify lets you review everywhere. Go review. All right. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.